the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here she is, Andrea K. <laughs> I do, babies. I got some kick, even on this Monday evening. I'm super glad to be back with you guys, back in studio, all the way from the ATL. That's right. Just this morning, I was down by way of Atlanta, visiting my family. Some people were like, you're going to fly all the way across the country, and you're going to come in the studio and actually do a show tonight. I'm like, of course I am. What y'all think I'm going to do? Sit it out tonight when we got all this amazing breaking news? Of course, I got to come in and spend this time with you guys. It's an honor every night that I get to do that right here on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170. And then, of course, I've been missing my guy. It's been, I did the show live uh, from Atlanta on Friday night, but I wasn't in the studio. We got lots of ground to cover tonight. In fact, I didn't even book any guests for tonight because I'm just super excited to share this time with you all out there. Got to leave the phones open for you if there's anything you want to weigh in on. 888-344-1170. I've got about eight articles here that have to do with the shots and the vaxes and Omicron, as well as mandates and updating updated stories on that. We got to get into some media stories, but anything else that's on your mind, give me a shout. 888-344-1170 if you have finished your christmas shopping though i don't want to hear about it because i'm not interested in hearing from overachievers because i hadn't even started yet but let's get going i gotta bring in my man here i know he's done at least some of his christmas shopping i'm talking about the man dj potato skins there's tremendous spirit in our dj tremendous spirit yeah tremendous spirit because i did get a lot of my christmas shopping done uh over this last weekend because i can't do it during the week but my question for you andrea Mm -hmm. in regards to christmas yes is somebody has provided me with a coconut sweet potato pie have you had one no but you've got my attention I'm absolutely interested in breaking out of my culinary funk and uh, tapping into some coconut. Was it p- pumpkin? No, coconut sweet potato. Cocon- coconut sweet potato. Now, Did- I like, I've never had a sweet potato pie. I've never had a coconut pie. I like you've both things sw- on their own. You've so never had a sweet me, potato this pie? this sounds like a match made in heaven. You've never had a sweet potato pie? You've evidently never been I to know. the South. Okay, it depends on what kind of crust you got going on with that, okay? for If you're going to do a coconut, I think I would do traditional crust. Okay. I would do traditional crust. Um, gotta get. We might as well get into some serious topics now, shall we? Not so sweet. Topic of the day. <laughs> you know, I would sit and do a culinary show, uh, you know, all day long. In fact, Skins and I at one point were going to have a breakfast off. We were going to have a breakfast. Oh, this competition. has been in the works for a while. That's been in the works for a while. We'll have to make sure if we do that, uh, we actually do, do, you know, provide some video for you guys to see that. Um, yeah. Stack a news day. Yeah. Yeah. Stack a news day. Where do I begin? Um, you know, I actually took the weekend off and, you know, completely deplugged from any news, from any social media. So the first thing that I saw when I started pay, paying attention to the news this morning was that we've got 175,000 Russian military on the border of Ukraine. And they've also been, of course, been, been, uh, dusting things up with Belarus. And uh, it, under normal circumstances in the United States as a citizen, you'd see that and you think, okay, when are we going to have boots on the ground? What is our next step as the U.S. military uh, to go in to defend a NATO ally here? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's frightening to see Putin 
who, you know, is not exactly a good dude, right? Former KGB dude who's lining up and, and making advancements against a NATO ally. Um, and, and we should be really scared, particularly since this is coming off. And why is this happening? See, this I, I'm old enough to remember that four years ago we were hearing how Trump was a Russian was was Putin's puppet. Right. 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 To the degree that Russia was that uh, they were interfering and, and taking over the elections and stealing the election to get their man Trump in. What was the first thing that Biden did when he took office? He shut down the Keystone pipeline, removed sanctions from Russia and allowed them to have a pipeline to move oil across Russia. So who's in cahoots now? Right. So then so, so you see Russia and, the, and then and then, you know, uh, so much has happened and, and barely, you know, uh, going into one year of the Biden administration, less than one year. Um, and of course, this is happening on the heels of Afghanistan in August collapsing in, in which that was it, Afghanistan. I'm correcting myself. Afghanistan did not collapse. That was planned, orchestrated chaos so that they could justify leaving eighty five billion dollars worth of equipment in the hands of terrorists. You know, it's funny, Andrea, real quickly. People think, oh, but the, Biden was so careless. There was no plan. No, that's exactly how he wanted it to play out. Absolutely. And who benefited from that? Not just the Taliban, but Iran. And, 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 and as well as who's buddies with Iran? Russia, right? So, are, so we, are we to believe that this came out of nowhere, that the United States military and the U.S. government, the Department of Defense and the Pentagon had no idea that Russia was in the works, uh, you know, starting to move uh, 175,000 troops on the U- Ukrainian border? Of course they knew. Of course they knew. And we do, you know, uh, we are sitting for the first time in my lifetime where we have a completely neutered military whose role now is to turn inward to the U.S. and look for look for what they consider to be the domestic, the real enemies of state, which is now anybody that believes in America first, anybody who believes in traditional America. We're now the enemies. Meanwhile, we've got China getting ugly with Taiwan. We've got we've got, you know, weaponized Taliban and we've got Russia making moves. Do you feel safer today? than you did when Trump was in office. No, not at all. If anything, you just brought up the military. They defend the tyranny that's in the government right now, and that's all they do. Yeah. They now do me wrong. Right. Now, now, do I think that um, this poses an immediate threat to the U.S.? No, but the whole point of peace through strength is that Amer- and, and America being a superpower was the threat that we posed to the world with our military strength, but most importantly with the mindset of the, of the U.S. military leadership, which involves a civilian leadership, the commander-in-chief, and Trump was the master of it. They have to believe that you have the capability to destroy them, and they have to believe that you will pull that trigger and destroy them if you have to. And Trump, they feared Trump. Right. And what did Trump do? One of the first things that he did was he dropped the mother of all bombs over in Afghanistan. Right. He took out Soleimani. Right. Countries might not have liked him, but they respected him. They respected him. So what's 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 the Biden administration's big move today? Oh, we're not going to (laughs) say. I can't even say it without laughing. I'm surprised conservatives are so outraged by this and like upset at Biden. What did he do here? Oh, Biden's big move is that he's going to not send a diplomatic, uh, you know, mission over to China for the Olympics. China put out a statement today. Dude, we didn't even invite y'all. You don't get to come to, to the Olympics without an invitation. And there was never any plan for Biden administration officials to come to the Olympics. In fact, I don't remember ever really saying, have we had, you know, and, unless maybe it was in Atlanta. Did Trump go 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 uh, over to, uh, was it Seoul, South Korea? Uh, under? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe he did. I mean, I mean, it, unless you consider Chelsea Clinton at one point when she went. You know, some some kind of, you know, Clinton, you know, emissary. But Trump was respected. Biden is laughed at. 
Absolutely. Strength against China is not saying, yeah, our, our athletes. Strength would have been, if you're going to make a move on the Olympics as some kind of show against the humanitarian crisis and what's happening with the Uyghurs over there, it would have been to say, we're not participating at all. A full boycott. But just say, we're not going to send. I mean, who who's believing? I, I mean, Breitbart had this big, bold thing about what a disaster this was. This is nothing. This is nothing. This has absolutely zero effect. What had effect was sanction uh, was tariffs on China. That had effect, right? Positive effect on the U.S. economy. Uh, make it, 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 another thing that Trump did with with NATO is he had all the NATO allies p- uh, pony up because you're not going to appreciate finally it. finally paying their right, fair share, right? So when you when you're strong, when you're strong from a foreign policy standpoint, from a military standpoint, and then from a, from a standpoint of look, allies, you know, you want me in, you want me to continue to participate, you got you got to be a full partner with me, okay? You can't be sitting back taking money from us. So uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting here today. Do I feel bad for Ukraine? I do. Um, and then, but there's also some arguments to be made at this point about isolate, not isolationism. I, I don't think that we fully disengage with the world. Um, but we, but we, we need to, we need to not engage unless we've got one of the lessons should be from Afghanistan after 20 years or Iraq is we don't engage until we have a clear definition of a win, a clear mission, a clear goal. What are we going to get out of this? Oh, right. I'm, I'm going to say it, Andrea, America first. Yeah. And if we and if we are not going to actually have a win and and have a definition of the win, that's more than just, um, you know, in fact, we never had it stated for Iraq and Afghanistan. It wasn't about Osama bin Laden. We didn't need to put that many troops. They could have just sent some special forces into Tora Bora and uh, gotten them out. So, all right, we're going to shift gears. Perfect time to take a break because we're going to get off the farm policy stuff and we're going to get into all the little ins and outs of all the different stories happening around vaccines today or the shots and the jabs and why we got all these stories about it. The Omicron. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. AK, dynamite in the dress, or just Andrea K, whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to call me names, please be creative. This is what I tell the trolls on Twitter. You know, come back when, come back when you can entertain me, come back when you've got something clever to say. You know, just calling me the B word or the C word or picking picking a nasty name off the alphabet. You know, at least go down and pick something clever down around the the Q K, the Q part of the alphabet. And if you're going to get confrontational, please know you're not going to win the argument with AK. Right. Well, you know, at least at least you got to be clever and in, and, and interesting. Um, before I move on from the military, we got to make note um, that Bob Dole did pass away. Um, I didn't plan to spend a whole lot of time on it. He was a military hero from all. Uh, indications he was a gentleman you know i love a military hero um i did not like him as a nominee for the republican party in 96 i thought he had absolutely no chance and that was when i was really starting to to have issues and that was a long time ago i mean i told the republican party voted for clinton over over him well i mean there was no way i mean we you know when when the highlight of the rnc that year was his wife's speech elizabeth dole's speech we had a problem with that as a nominee and that was when it was like i'm tired of these 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 bad these Unwill, unwinnable establishment, boring hacks who bring no nothing interesting, no no bright contrast like Reagan talked about. Um, it, it was clear it was he was just a placeholder. There was the, the the Republican Party wasn't in it. 
It was like they weren't in it to win it. When do we learn? And you know what? As, as while Clinton, um, from an economic standpoint, I mean, he would he would be a, considered a right wing extremist at this point. Oh, for because, sure, because he dared to say that um, you know the, the era of big government is over, and he made he made made welfare transactional. Um, it was the precursor to so much of the cultural Marxist movement, in which it was. Um, the destruction of Judeo-Christian principles and values. It was when the president of the United States was given a pass for lying under oath about sexual harassment that took place in the workplace between him and an intern. Okay, that was bad, and so the uh, of course that happened after '96. Um, but we needed there were still things w- with Clinton. We we needed a win in '96. Okay, we needed a win in '96. We needed to recognize. Yeah, we look where we might be today. We got Clinton because '41 wasn't any better when he was running. Was terrible when he was running in '92. So I already had a bad taste in my mouth with the Republican Party after '41. Okay, in '92. So and I wasn't happy with Dole being picked in '96. You know, we are where we're at today. We are looking at the the destruction of the United States of America where we have five-year-olds now in New York City who don't get it and don't give it, are being forced to be jabbed. And we actually have parents lining them up for it when there's report after report after report on VAERS for blood clots, children dying, children being hospitalized. But New York City today, because Bill de Blasio is about to be out of office, he decides to mandate today... He's going to implement it on December 27th, which only is four days when he's in office. But here's what he knows, that once he gets it in and once he's got enough people already jammed, this is about decreasing the minority and getting enough people conditioned and enough people conditioned and enough people conditioned to, to submission that it, it will it will stay in place. Here's what the details are. The details are um, all private workers, which involves 187,000 businesses in New York. It includes um, 12 and up have to have at least two shots and five to 11 years of age have to have at least one. And that's to go in, 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 into any entertainment venue, into schools, into gyms, into restaurants. Time to get out of NYC. And of course, they're doing this right at wintertime because who's going to be able to, who's going to, what are you going to do, sit outside in, in, in January, in December? Well, and it's not even about getting out of New York City, but now who can go there for business, right? This isn't just even about get, gaining control over the citizens of, of New York. You think about people that maybe they work in a sub uh, in a in um their company they work for is headquartered there, yeah, maybe they have business to, climate. They're you know, they, and now what are they going to do? Tell their boss, their employer? Maybe they travel there twice a year for business. Uh, you know, it has far even more greater reach than the one hundred eighty seven thousand businesses that are there. Um, his his excuse for it is we, we've got to be preemptive. It's a preemptive strike against Omicron. And guess what his other two are? Cold weather <laughs> and the holidays. This is, this is just a, a, what it's been about. I, I hate saying the same thing every show. But you know what? At some point, some of the people out there that are supporting this, I saw man on the street interviews today with, with Newsmax asking people, what do you think? Well, you know, if everybody gets the shot, we'll, we'll be able to get past it. These shots, you, you still get COVID if you got the shots. Israel has had a higher vaccination rate, a shot rate of any other country in the world. They close their borders to everybody and they have the highest number of hospitalizations and ongoing deaths. And it's because these people are, are, are jabbed over there. That should tell you everything you need to know. They're going on their, their fourth round of shots right now. Yeah. 
This is about you never being free. And this, this is about human beings being guinea pigs. I, I read today uh, Vera's numbers. I'm going to look. Oh, it's, it's on my phone. I'm using my phone for the Facebook Live. I'll bring in these numbers tomorrow. There's updated Vera's reports on what's happening with kids. But it, here's some truth about Omicron. This is from the World Health Organization three days ago. As of December 3rd, uh, B11529, the Omicron variant, has been detected in 38 countries without a single confirmed death. Not one death around the world. And yet it's being used as, as the excuse to just double down on the tyranny. Um, uh, the gal who, the Dr. Uh, Coetzee, who uh, found the variant, says the cases we're seeing are extremely mild. There's a whole lot of hype out there. We're not sure why. Well, how can you not be sure why? Don't you get it, Dr. Coetzee? Don't you get what, what's about here? This isn't about health. This is about using this as an excuse for globally around the world I- implementing tyranny. Um, There's more information. Uh, Among the first 19 cases detected in Botswana, 16 of them were completely asymptomatic. The three symptomatic cases were very, very mild. Another another doctor, December 3rd, no one has even been close to being seriously ill. This is this is a non-issue. What's happening is and what we know uh, every year, whether when it regards to viruses, as they mutate. Uh, they get they get more contagious and they get less deadly. So that's why you see people getting it, but the death rate goes down. So we've got, uh, thanks to Skins, he's got uh, about a, a report from me. Updated VAERS data shows children, teens dying from COVID vax. Uh, children survive, cl- uh, article, this is from World Tribune. Children survive COVID at close to 100% rate. True. According to the latest data from the the VAERS, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, there's 2,586 adverse events, including 34 rated as serious, two deaths due to the vaccines reported in the 5 to 11 uh, age group. One death occurred in an 11-year-old girl from Georgia who was vaxxed on September 14th. The second 5-year-old girl died four days later, receiving her first Pfizer dose. Um, the numbers uh, start to really escalate in the 12 to 17 year age group because we know that group started getting uh, started getting jabbed recently. Um, 31 deaths back in the 60s when they did, did an RSV shot uh, for kids after I think it was five deaths. They pulled it and they've never tried to do an RSV. That's the the uh, annual upper respiratory infection that almost every kid will get before the age of two. Um, there's no excuse to be doing this. Dr. Coetzee in South Africa, you want to know what the hype is all about? It's about this. It's about it's about ushering people into um, coll- the collective and having no and having no power over themselves. There was a nurse who's got a thread on Twitter uh, that I have on my phone. I'm going to bring in the deets on it tomorrow. Said, you know, um, she tweeted out, "I'm I'm in five hours into my my um, shift." And I've got a 44-year-old with a stroke. I've got a 38-year-old with blood clots in their legs. And I've got a 28-year-old with a heart attack. And then she, and then she, throughout her entire shift, she, she's tweeting out more and more of all these different uh, reactions with her patients. Andrew, what don't people understand about these shots? I think that there's still too many people watching CNN, still too many people watching Fox News, watching that. Well, and it even goes back to the beginning. Once you can, conv- it's, it's easier to con somebody than to convince somebody that they've been conned. Once they started believing Fauci, 
Then it didn't matter how many times he lied and admitted he lied, what, like over the mask. It didn't matter how many times he promised a, 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 over a year ago that when you got these shots, they would be 90 something percent effective. Which and, they're and, not even close with, to. Well, not. Well, I mean, every, everybody who's got them is getting sick. It would be um, not everybody, but a, a lot. Um, they, we were told it'd be 90 percent effective that we once once 80, 70 percent of the Americans got the shots, we would have herd immunity we, and life would be back to normal. Now we've got Oregon coming out. We've got happening in New York. We've got um, down five year olds. Uh, they got, will not be satisfied until 100 percent of the population is jabbed. Well, that's the goal. And then it's not even jabbed. Then it's got to be booster after booster after booster. Right. This is the first time. First time in the U.S. history where we have, and I think we had a doctor on my show recently, um, last week or so, he said it's first time in U.S. history, and I've talked about this many times, where we, where we did not test shots on animals. Why? We've talked about the answer to this question many times before. Something called pathogen uh, priming, right? Where you, it, you it, it, in, in the past, every time an animal that had it, had whatever virus was they were trying to inoculate against uh they had it and then they got the shot they died so you've got to be careful about inoculating people and injecting people with the virus when they've already had the virus and i bet you there's a lot of people that have had it because they were asymptomatic and they they then they get the shot thinking that they're doing their body benefit and guess what happens and that's but that's just one of the the issues we know it's documented that these shots are causing myocarditis um, pericarditis, uh, blood clots, and it's documented. The American traditionally, uh, it takes sometimes ten to twelve years. We still don't have a vaccine for AIDS. Why would anybody? And this is where I put Trump on the line. And I know I've got so many people that love love Trump. I I know he's got a book coming out tomorrow. My heart goes out to him. I think he had the best of intentions. I don't think I think he completely bought into Fauci. Um, Peter Navarro said a week or two weeks ago, he said he begged Trump to fire Fauci, begged him to fire Fauci and people Mulvaney in particular within the white house talked him into keeping Fauci. And it was the biggest mistake that he made because they never had any intention of ever allowing us to have our freedoms. How can you know? Because they continue to this day, every time there's in anything remotely considered possible as a therapeutic to either prevent you from getting it or to, to help you along the way. They're, to minimize, they're, they're removed. I heard this weekend over something called uh nac it's a supplement and if you google it um it's been discovered uh that it helps uh, it's been a treatment for many years i guess for cough and 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 sinus infections and upper respiratory infections once somebody found out that it was it was uh, preventable it helps prevent covid or minimize the effects now people are reporting that they're unable to find it on the shelves it's no longer able able to be found so if you go to your drugstore and get it um, something else. There's an article out today um, from Epic Times. I never know if it's Epoch Times or Epic you know what? Times. I've heard both. Yeah, I think Epoch um, sounds better. Yeah. Um, this is actually, no, this is actually justicetruthnews.com. Uh, and this is about melatonin. And I think Epoch Times also reported on this as well. They did. Um, melatonin affects thrombosis, sepsis, and COVID mortality rate. I take melatonin every night. I take this milligrams that it recommends here. I'm telling you, I, I better go stock up because as soon as this becomes common knowledge, that's they're going to be removing it from the shelves. Taken away too. Right. Dana, who was, who was the, is the MMA fighter? Dana, Dana White. Dana White. He reported last week, fully jabbed, got COVID, sick as a dog within th- two days, 
He went and got the same um, package of, of drugs that Rogan Joe had. Rogan, yeah. He said within 20, 24 hours, he was 100% well. Um, so they know that there's treatments. If these shots and these mandates had anything to do with anybody's health and keep people from getting sick, they would be touting these therapeutics. They'd be like breaking news. We find that melatonin, they, there were studies that were actually began last year, two key studies according to this article. Um, that melatonin used in people with severe COVID infections could lower mortality rate and reduce incidence of thrombosis and sepsis. Thrombosis, I think, is the cardiac. Um, It also showed that using melatonin had a 28% reduced likelihood of a positive COVID-19 test and a 52% reduction in black Americans. Well, of course, Andrea, because it's it's these natural things that are best for the body and they know that if enough people get a hold of these and spread the word of mouth they're definitely not getting these vaccines right because there's no need to it if you if if you boost your own immune system if you've got it you've got natural immunity and there's no way you can convince me that synthetic immunity beats natural immunity i mean that's not science. That's a no-brainer yeah um and then these are the, you your body makes melatonin but sometimes you might be a little short on it it comes from the pineal gland or whatever in the brain um, and it's an endocrine gland. And um, uh, so I boost mine every day um, with melatonin. So um, there you go. How soon before this, it's pulled from the shelves? This shelf discussion again? that we've been having, Andrea, for months on end, it, it, it's not difficult. Right. Um, they're talking in Oregon. They're plan- they've already got a, ma- a statewide mandate for indoor and outdoor mask usage. I think it expires in February. And what they're saying right now is until we get uh, COVID case count safer, um, we're going to make it permanent where even outdoor, you have to wear masks. Even Fauci said that masks don't work. So is that about is that about public health skins? No, it's about power. None of this has been about public health. It's 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 hundred percent. And listen to that vague language. One of the things that I said last year at the start of this was why this never made sense to me. The fourteen days of flatten the curve. I asked the question and I got blasted by conservatives. How many deaths are enough? How many deaths can we tolerate? How many are too much? Because that's what we're doing here. We've got the government pretending that they can control death count from a virus, right? You've now got the government trying to protect you against catching a virus. And this case count business, by the way, has to do with forcing healthy people to be tested to try to find a positive test in people that are healthy and asymptomatic. And that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Of course, because it's all about case count, case count, even though case count does not equal caskets, right? They cannot ever define. I wanted definitions. I said at the outset, before you shut down one business, before you lock and quarantine one healthy person in their home, you tell me right now, what is the acceptable number of deaths? I had somebody say to me, one is too much. That's crap. Give me, give me any disease. Give me any disease that's ever gone in the history of the world where the government was able to stop one person from getting it and dying from it. It can't happen. This is uto- this is communism utopia being shoved into the minds of Americans. And once they bought it back in the spring of 2020, and it, we, were, we, were, we were toast. Now we're trying to dig it out of people's brains to stop automatically, to think for themselves. And that's one of the, the real casualty in all this is individual thinking. And you know, the, the, the sad part, Andrew, is I've talked to, I'm not going to name names, uh, you know, for, former former uh, associates who will re- remain nameless and friends and family, true, you know, good conservatives. And they have a lot of them bought into it. 
Yeah, mine too. And fortunately, some of mine are like, yeah, you were right. But you know what? They were on board with these lockdowns because they were so panicked. I had one, I had two of my girlfriends who were panicked, are about 12% body fat, never had a cold in their life, could probably lift a car off of a person without breaking a sweat. We're talking about young women that had no chance of, of dying from this, but they, get, they allowed themselves to be gripped uh, by panic. And that's and, and, and Ronald Reagan said it years ago. He said the way that he said socialists, he said the way the socialists will get get in and take over America will be through our health care system. And you have to be and, and getting back to Bob Dole before I take a break. One of the things that the Republican Party has never done. And well, they may have seen it. They've never anticipated. And it's it, it's because either they're naive and they're always re, being reactive and they're never um, like Trump. They're they're they're. Um, it, they're in a position of reactivity or they do see it coming in. They're in on it and they don't care. I that think we're it's beca- a little of both. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Trump was very naive and actually thought that like so many Americans, well, you just got to give up your freedoms for now. You'll get them back. And then you'll get them back. Yeah. If you everybody just give up their freedoms now, not realizing that the end game was. Well, remember when, never. when Reagan reached across the aisle with the, with the Democrats, how that always work out. Same thing, right? Oh yeah. They'll secure the border down the road. Never happens, right? Never happened. Uh, we got some border news coming up as well. We're going to take a little tiny little break. We'll be back, though. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Does anybody care that Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, that Chris Cuomo got fired? I mean, do, do should we do a segment on this? Why do we, why would we care, Skins? I think it's a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, was anybody it, it, was anybody watching that network as though Chris Cuomo or anybody there was actually you know like the most trusted news? What was it that uh, uh, the voice of who was that actor who did CNN? The most trusted. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember what the tagline was, but I mean, who's been watching that? Anybody's everybody's doing this big story like it's such breaking news that Chris Cuomo was using his show and CNN knew about it. I believe they did uh, to try to use their sources and, and, and to to go against the women and to attack uh, the women that were accusing his brother. I mean, why would anybody be surprised by that? And, and quite frankly, the only reason why they fired him is because now they got another abuser, some woman that actually worked with him back in the day, I think, at ABC. So, you know, they were they I, they were going to keep him. Right. So I, I don't know. I just I feel like you, what we need to do as conservatives. This is why I get annoyed whenever I turn on like a conservative radio show and they start playing clips from The View. What we need to do is ice them out. Don't give them any eyeballs. Right. Don't don't you know, don't play clips of them and don't spend all day talking about them. The view may be my least favorite talk show in America. Well, yeah. And then it's like all, all over when I, you know, just trying to catch up today, coming back from Atlanta, you know, uh, trying to see what what all's going on. It's like every from Newsmax to the first with Buck Sexton. It didn't matter what show I put on. Everybody's talking about Chris Cuomo. And it's like, stop giving him, you know, airtime. That's what we need to do. And I think what we need to do as conservatives too. Devin Nunes is leaving Congress in 2022. Big announcement today. Says he's going to go work for Trump's media company. Um, I don't know what Devin Nunes' media experience is. I don't know what he brings to the table with that. Um, that remains to be seen. Uh, you know, if Trump's going to do a media company, uh, it, reports are it includes social media. 
then I hope that he's actually built out something that involves his own infrastructure, his own servers, no app. If it's going to be Getter, um, if it's going to be just another parlor or Gab. Don't bother. Then don't bother because you're not going to be able to, if you're going to be using Amazon servers, if you're going to be on an app that's downloaded from Android or Apple Store. You're going to get shut down regardless. It's not going to matter. Well, they're going to be controlling the content. That's the only way Parler was allowed to be back up. It's just, you know, what I would really rather he do instead of a social media site, to be honest, I'd really rather he do a news outlet that can actually compete with Fox and CNN and MSNBC, because what I hear from so many people, and this is not to bag on Newsmax or OAN, because I do Newsmax every Wednesday from 8 to 9 a.m. Yeah, tune in then. I do Kara McKinney show Tipping Point. I did five years every Monday with Liz Weather, and I do that about twice a month. No, I think Trump um, as a mainstream media TV outlet is, is 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 much more needed than another social media platform. I think so too at this point, um, because I, I I think that what what I hear from friends of mine, the reason why um, they don't you know haven't really made fully made the switch to Newsmax or OAN is that it doesn't have the same high end moneyed production value. If you want to compete. You're going to have to have the studios look as sharp as as high as as Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. You're going to have to have that that production value. And, and Trump I'm here would have for, the money to get that done. And he would have the money to do that. He could build out a studio that looks just as amazing, and um, and then then you could really really put some competition in. And then what he needs to do is he needs to have a policy to where like like here Salem has never makes any attempt to control content here. We say whatever the stink we want to say. Okay, that's what he needs to have because I'm on, like I said, I'm on Newsmax. OAN, I mean, Karen never, um, you know, I'm on Karen McKinney show tipping point. She never tries to control anything. I don't know about the rest of them, but Newsmax, they're very squishy. They never talk about election integrity. Um, you never hear anything about VAERS reports. I don't really hear I anything think they about. They did, and then there all these lawsuits started coming, and they they backed away. Well, that was on the election integrity. But when it comes to the shots, I never hear any Republican. And I've t- said this before. I never hear any Republican getting on. There. It's all about I'm not anti-vax now. I just don't think it should be mandated. No, who on there is talking all day long about little kids dying or getting blood or twelve year olds or thirteen year old boys dying from myocarditis and yeah, night nobody. after getting a shot? They're not doing it. They're staying away from it. In part, they're staying away from it because Trump is staying away from it. Because Trump wants to, to, to say that this is, you know, a win for him. It's also and tout a bad this. Move, move by Trump, too. You and I have both said that. Yeah, because at this point, he could not get reelected in 2024. Oh, if, if it were held tomorrow, no way. I know too many people that are like, the, and not even so much about the vax situation, as I know too many conservative, hardcore conservatives who say that he didn't do enough to rat out the deep state. In the DOJ and the FBI, that he made Everybody bad personnel. Everybody was person- counting on that. Uh, yeah, and he didn't fire enough people. Pr- made bad personnel decisions. So I think if Trump does want to go after, tw- and I don't think he does. I think if he's going to launch this and put his efforts behind a media company, I think that's probably. And I think that I think that probably will be where he will put his efforts, and that might be the best way that he could be of use. Because the problem he had was he went there without the machine and he wanted to get on board right away with replacing Obamacare. And as soon as the Republicans stabbed him in the back on that, he got sucked into the swamp. By then, the train had left the station on the Russian hoax collusion witch hunt. 
with thanks to Jeff Sessions, and then they were like, you can't do anything about it now because you're interfering in, a, in an investigation. You know, and Trump did an amazing job as president. Was he perfect? No, but for one, for a one-term president, he did amazing things. Absolutely. I would much rather see him, Andrea, build this media empire, do it right, and let somebody like Ron DeSantis take the flag. Yeah, because you know what? Trump's ability to, um, he's so engaging. He could still be that same guy, right? You know, he could be more effective, you know, Going around, uh, you know, doing me doing media interviews. However, I don't know what, what the media company is going to look like, so it's hard for me to say. Um, but he's so engaging, he's such a salesman, and he speaks so so much like a regular person that I actually think he can be more effective pushing policy from his media outlet than from inside DC. I think Steve Bannon has been more effective uh, with his show than he was from from within. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got some uh, stories today happening with Kamala. Have you heard about Kakala and what's going on with her comms team? That's pretty interesting. That and an update on the border. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. So, Skins, everybody today is talking about this Kamala Harris story about this guy, this uh, aide who came out and said, former aide who came out and said, um, it's clear that you're about Kamala. It's clear that you're not working with somebody who's willing to do the prep and the work. With Kamala, you have to put up with a constant amount of soul-destroying criticism and also her own lack of confidence. So you're constantly sort of propping up a bully, and it's not really clear why. I hear this all the time all over media, different outlets, Andrea, that she is maybe one of the worst people that you can possibly work for. Right. And so my question is, we've had no leaks coming out of this administration no. like we did under the Trump administration. I mean, Trump couldn't have a phone call. Uh, you know, Trump couldn't go to the bathroom, okay, without them recording it and trying to figure out if he was on the phone with the missus, Right. Um, why, why do you think, and then there's, there's, uh, you know, others coming out. Of course, this one little staffer today posted a picture of himself with a, uh, with a picture of Kamala up on the wall. It was so sad. It was pathetic. But why do you think, are they trying to run her out at this point? That's my guess. I've been really doing some thinking over the last week. And you know what? I think they realize that her poll numbers are probably not as even as good as Biden's and they need to find a way to get somebody else in there when Joe decides to go sleepy time. But see, they got a problem because, you know, I think that they thought that by now they would have Joe gone. Oh, I think he by was supposed now. to be gone by summer. Yes, by summer. And they know that they can't they can't have her take the place. And then what do they do? I mean, they can't, you know, twenty twenty four. what are they going to do? 2024 is a long way away. And I, do we have a hit? Do we have we ever had a vice president just resign? I don't I, think so. I don't think we've ever had anybody, and mainly because I mean, really, it you got It's almost like you got to work hard to be that bad. I don't have to dig has. up the theory. I'm really, and I forget where I heard it, but there's a theory where somehow she resigns, Joe leaves office. I don't know how it happens, and Hillary gets uh, the presidency. I think that's going a little too in the weeds. Oh, I think so too, but, but it's I mean scary to think they, about. But they're trying to figure something out. They're trying to figure something because, like I said, you almost have to work hard to be this unpopular as a vice president. Because what do they really do but go to funerals? You know, they go around, you know, trotting around the world. I mean, I don't They're even more know the what, face of the president. Right. I mean, before before the, the COVID thing, which Mike Pence and he was part of the problem. 
with keeping Fauci. I, mean, I saw that late in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was he was still doing press conferences with Fauci in December. Pence was a major part of the problem in terms of of why this continued. And Fauci, he is so establishment. Trump was actually very kind about him today. He said, oh, there's only one thing we disagreed on in the election. Well, you should have disagreed with him on the covid stuff. But anyway, real quick before yeah. we run out of time, if he probably won't. But if he does, if Trump runs again, do you see him picking Pence? No, I think he's already indicated he's not. But we, it's, it, there's something going on. They've got something in the works that has to do with with. I think it's to re- get rid of her, and then early into next year, you know, Biden steps out and if for health reasons or whatever, and then. But they've got to re- they've got to replace her. Who do you think it would be? Oh the wow, that's that's tough. Yeah, you know, actually, I'm gonna. I don't know if there's a, a process that you have to pick certain people. I'm gonna say from everything I have heard, I don't think Clinton's off the table. We got to research this. Maybe this is something we look into tonight. Like, well, I'm maybe look we look into it throughout the week, for or sure. Or maybe we bring Tom Dell as a historian. Maybe, or maybe we bring Tom Dell on to see what what the history is here. Good idea. They cannot go into 2024 with Biden and with Kamala. Not going to work. She is as she is 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 so stink filled today. She's worse than Alec Baldwin. In case you missed it, did you see the interview with with uh, Stephanopoulos? Oh yeah. He blamed the woman he killed. He said, well, she pointed the gun. She directed me to point the gun at her. It was at her armpit. Did she tell you to pull the trigger? Oh, he said, well, I, he didn't pull the trigger. There's firearm firearms experts all over the place saying guns do not misfire like that. You had to have pulled the trigger. This is insane to actually do a bit. And so today, they, he and uh, Hilaria, uh, they deleted their Twitter accounts. You know, it, 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 I, I don't even know, I mean, how one can be somebody like Baldwin where he's clearly showing no remorse for the situation. No, Well, no, of course not. And, you know, it just goes to show with Hollywood, same thing with Kylie, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Where uh, they're trending today because they're posting all these family, uh, this family photo shoot that they just did together. Have you seen the photos of the families of the people you killed, Travis Scott? I mean, uh, the Hollywood today. There used to be a time where Hollywood was filmed filled with former millet people that had served in the military that were pro American, classy, uh, Reagan character. You know, yeah, uh, people with character and integrity, and you know, uh, it's just it's. Uh, it's pathetic. It's disgusting. And when you have somebody with character and integrity, like a Kevin Sorbo or John Voight. or like a John Voight, you know, they want to run you out of town, right? They want to cancel anybody in, in Hollywood or, or they're, uh, who speaks out, which is why so many there are conservatives in Hollywood, but they got to stay quiet about it. So we're going to continue to, hey, if you guys have a theory on what their plan is to do with Kamala going into 2024... Post it, uh, let me know, or call in tomorrow night, 888-344-1170. we got to figure this out. All right, peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.